The self-destruct sequence has been activated. Repeat. The self-destruct sequence has been activated. This sequence may not be aborted. All employees proceed to the emergency car at the bottom platform. Okay, we lit it just like a fuse, so no need to pick and choose Welcome to 2020, where we do more than interviews The hottest beat coming through, jumping knowledge on all of you Get a beaker to front of you with the truth that they offer you, yeah Hands up, we doing it for the culture To give artists and businesses more exposure Keeping it real and stay silent just like a boulder It's about to go all the way down, can get no lower Chasing my dreams, know that they get no slower But if I stay running, I promise they getting closer Moreover, success, my older And if you're sleeping on me, I'm waking them up like boulders I told you, coming from the land with the tide roll We'll be on the whole Different vibe though. We like to ride slow and keep our windows tinted so you really can see us like Stevie Wonder waking up with his eyes closed. Yeah, got the kind of flow that rock the boat. On my 16s of pounds of dope. And if you figure you can hang with me on the mic, then grab some rope. Matter of fact, better grab some hope while you at it. We keep it live, it's time to tune in. Turn up the sound on what you're using. It goes so hard, I think it's bruising. The show is 2020, no need to zoom in. Yeah. Hey, yo, what's up? It's your boy, sir, of the 2020 podcast, LLC. Please say the LLC because I work hard for that. But anyway, we're doing another business minute. Today, I got two independent wrestlers, young black independent wrestlers today. I got pure ignorance in the building. How are y'all doing today, bro? Oh, doing great. Doing great, brother. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, blessed to be on this podcast. Thanks for having us. Hey, man, look, it's, it's, this is a new endeavor for my podcast that we're doing this. Uh, if anybody knows anything about some of us at 2020, because we're a group collective, kind of like a network to be, um, we are all huge wrestling fans, huge. And so one day we was like, you know what? What if we just started interviewing independent wrestlers? Like, what, what would they say if we just asked, you know, to get them down here just to holler at us one-on-one? And uh, we started sending out, you know, fillers and, and emails. And honestly, the other day, I sent you a message, and you replied almost immediately. <laughs> I was like, yo, let's do it. I'm, I'm down. So, again, I want to say thank you for taking time out of y'all day to do this, because y'all could be doing anything right now, but y'all chose mm-hmm. to take this time and sit here and tell us about you guys' experiences. So, thank you. Oh, yeah, no problem, man. No problem. I, I do a podcast as well, so I've been, I've been, on, the, I've been on that end, trying, uh, you know, hitting uh, wrestlers up. So I, 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 I totally understand. <laughs> it's, it's, it's something. Let's just, yeah. let's just leave it at that. <laughs> I, so one of my first questions I want to ask, because you both have been here, and I, I did, like I said, I did do a little bit of background on you both. So uh, if I may ask, the first thing I want to know, and we'll start with you, Chaz, and then we'll get to you, Prince, afterwards. How did you guys get into your first foray with professional wrestling? Mm. So um, I guess I'll start off and I, I'm going to use the uh, I, I don't hold no cut cards. And, um, you know, because in professional wrestling, you know, this is kind of like the uh, taboo to mention. But I did backyard wrestling. Mm. Uh, I, you know, it's funny because a lot of people think that backyard wrestling kind of died off in mm. the uh, early 2000s. But um, backyard wrestling is still a, a very prevalent thing today. And um, I started backyard wrestling my uh, sophomore year in high school and I did that for legitimately 10 years <laughs> from Whoa. yep and I just uh just stopped last year and I just became a pro wrestler this year uh this year I started my training in uh March so um wrestling has always just been in my life 
I, I remember my earliest memory is uh, going to Virginia with my grandmother and uh, every Monday night uh, watching Raw and every Friday night watching SmackDown. And she's like, I got to turn on my wrestling. And, uh, <laughs> I, I've been hooked ever since. <laughs> All right. Cool, cool. Well, Prince Matt, what about you, bro? Uh, for me, it was the same thing. We both went to the same school. Uh, my best friend, he hated me at the time because I was an asshole. I was literally an asshole in school. He still is an asshole. I still am an asshole, but it was way worse in high school. Consistency. I, he didn't like me, and I came up to him one day. I was like, yeah, I heard you do that backyard wrestling. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, what of it? I was like, I want to be a part of that. <laughs> And ever since then, I've been in it. Um, I've had family that have taken me to wrestling shows, uh, uncles and aunts that just love it. So it's always been like around. So I just love it. Okay. And and so you've been probably around the same time frame then, as far as experience goes. Yes. Um, I started uh, professionally two years ago. Um, okay. I was actually going to quit. Uh, I wasn't doing stuff that I liked. Um, they had me doing a character that wasn't me, and he actually saved my career. He actually helped me come back into it, honestly. Wow. Okay. And we're going to come back to that because I want to hear that story uh, first, first, you know, first person. So with you guys having family that was, you know, really into wrestling and it kind of passed on to you, kind of like that passion build, uh, I have to ask this question going in. Uh, was there any particular promotion that you found yourself gravitating towards, you know, in your younger years? So uh, for me, um, the typical WWE, you know, that's, that's just, I mean, everyone thinks wrestling is WWE. But as you get older, you find out that, you know, there's, you know, wrestling isn't WWE. Mm -hmm. It's just one branch of WWE. But um, um, the one thing I can say that I, I was uh, blessed with my grandmother was that she watched wrestling. So she watched WWE, but she also watched Impact. And mm -hmm. I uh, was fortunate enough to watch Impact right, uh, right before it got stupid. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, when uh, AJ Styles was there, right when Kurt Angle surrounded, 06 to, uh, I want to say, oh, so 2011, okay. um, I was really heavy on Impact. And um, that's what really wanted me to become a wrestler was AJ Styles. AJ Styles is um, one of my favorite wrestlers. Um, I, I kind of like used, I modeled off of AJ Styles, but um, Impact uh, back then and Impact now, so post Slammiversary this year, mm. um, Impact, and um, I watch a little bit of everything really um, nowadays. Though I watch I watch NWA, I watch ROH, um, watch a little bit of New Japan, MLW. Um, I, I watch it all, and now now with you know IWTV, you know I watch all the indie feds. All right, dope. You got a nice little repertoire of, you know, saying of of a collection there. What about you, Prince? Um, always had WWE, of course. Everybody always watches like WWE back in the day. Um, currently, what I like, um, I like uh, all W reality of wrestling. Um, see, been watching them. Actually, we're on that show. Um, but I like to watch and, and see what I can do to do better. Um. Ring of Honor, I love the Purr tournament. Um, I, I love technical wrestling, so stuff like that, mm. it really, it, it motivates me. Seeing, like, Jonathan Gresham wrestle, like, that that dude is insane. I love watching this dude wrestle. 
Okay. Okay. I, I like what you guys are getting into because I'm not going to lie when it comes to wrestling, some i not to show my age, but some of us older guys can kind of tend to be the gatekeepers of wrestling. Like, yeah, you like wrestling, but what you know about WCW boy, what you, like you said, and you gave an abstract one. You said reality of wrestling and that's Booker T's promotion that he's running out of uh, Texas. And I'm a big fan of that one as well. So that's enlightening to see that you're checking out other promotions that aren't like the mainstays, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, yes. it's cause essentially it's a kind of like a, his own training facility because those are his students. And so yeah. that's, that's really enlightening because you, that's a great way to keep your finger on the pulse of what's going on. You know, you don't look at who's here now. You look at who's coming. coming. Yep. Yeah. You know, so kudos to both of you, to both of you. Uh, if, if I may say so myself, I'm a huge new Japan guy. Um, I was, elated with the G1 Classic this year. And oh, yes. I feel you when it comes to the technical wrestlers. I'm a huge Jack Sabre Jr. fan because the things I can see him do with the human body is art, is, mm-hmm. is essentially amazing. It reminds me of the catch wrestling style of like the 1930s and things like that. But we'll get off about that. This is about you guys. So I got to ask, I said I was going to loop back around to this. How did you guys become a tag team? <laughs> so pretty much, I, I was we we've been friends for what ten years or so, long probably like that. You, you just um, won't leave. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, we're in abusive. Listen, I always say we're in abusive relationship. I, um, I'm Tina. He's Ike. Yeah, because <laughs> we, we used to beat the hell out of each other. Mostly me beating the hell out of him because he would uh, hit us extra hard. So, of course, everyone would come to me and be like, yeah, you got to make sure you heard him this match. I'm like, okay, well, fine for you guys. But um, for a while, you know, we I, I wasn't doing anything I liked. Like I said, um, I was going under the name Jayden Miller. I had this little stupid Hollywood gimmick and they wanted me to put like other people over. They wanted me to put um this dude uh who who like I said is a good friend of mine. Um they wanted me to put this big man over. I was supposed to be this little talking for him, Shawn Michael, but without the wrestling part. And I hated it. I hated every second of it because it wasn't who I was. It wasn't like they just wanted me to play a coward. And I was ready to quit. Uh, I started trying to do my own little thing, but it never caught on. And I was ready to quit. And one day I told him, I was like, yeah, I'm done. I'm finished. Uh, this would be my last show. He was like, no, don't do that. Uh, I'm, I'm going to come. I'm going to come train with you. Don't do it. Don't quit. Whoa. That is a, a real thing. Burnout is the worst thing that could happen to a passion of yours. It's like a slow poison. And uh, if I'm going to be candid, there's levels to it. But once you hit that level of fuck it, which I yeah. feel like you were at, it's kind of hard to come back from that. So, Chaz, on, on your end, like, how did you go about recognizing this and, and working with him? So, like, I, like he had said, we've been friends literally for 10 years. And um, he was um, one of the people I we call – our little circle of, you know, of yarders. Um, there's a group of us that we call uh, the originals. They call themselves the generation originals. It was the guys that were there when we were literally 
in you know the field of our high school and then you know we stuck with it and moved up you know when we were there when, during the humble beginning so he was one of the originals originals so and I saw the talent that was there I knew he was good and he was good on that level even before he even got professionally trained so mm. I knew he had the talent he was one of the first ones to make the step to go pro and he was always technically sound I've always told him he's a technical beast if he gets out his head and just slows the fuck down <laughs> he's a technical beast and he is and I could tell he was doing stuff that he didn't like and I like to tell him I said don't let the don't let these uh these indie uh you know flippy dippy guys pollute the business mm. when you got actual talent don't let these untalented marks pollute the business <laughs> you're talented give me just let me just wait for me I'll be up there and that maybe we can do this tag team and it, that's just happened I was I, I just wasn't going, I wasn't going to let him quit, you know, without at least trying to do this tag team thing with me. Cause I hate singles. I hate singles wrestling. <laughs> really? I, 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 yeah, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Wow. You know what? Now that you say it out loud, I can understand why, if, if I may assume why, if you give me just a moment, mm -hmm. when you have someone like your relationship that you have with Prince, 10 years of chemistry, of working with each other. You know each other's moves. You know your transitions. You know when, you know, something's coming. You can kind of speak to each other through body language. Yep. Mm -hmm. So when you can get that consistently with someone, breaking apart from that and dealing with other people and having to learn their quirks and their quips and their mm -hmm. tales and things, I can see how that can get to be kind of frustrating especially if you aren't in sync. But if you have good harmony with Prince, I can understand why you want to keep that going. Because at least oh, at yeah. the end of the day, you guys are going to be on point. Right, facts. Yeah, and, and, and another thing is just like, I'm gonna, if I'm going to have fun doing this, I'm going to have fun with my best friend. So I was like, you yeah, know, why not? And I'm not going to tag with no random, you know, no random schmuck. Like <laughs> <laughs> In the beginning, like, like, we didn't always have like the perfect moveset. We, we're still learning. Mm -hmm. And, We've actually just now started getting our moves down packed, making sure it looks perfect on screen, you know, like just talking to each other, communicating. How can we make this move better? How can we make our next tag team move look vicious? How can, like, it's always a communication thing with us. Like, we're constantly sending each other videos. We're constantly looking at other tag teams. We're constantly watching other promotions together to see, like, okay, well, what are they doing to get over? What are they doing to better themselves and what how can we add that to our repertoire mm. so always gotta like we said study your craft you gotta keep sharpening your blade i believe it was kofi kingston who said that when he was explaining when he won the world title that mm -hmm. he just kept his blade sharp over after all those years of wrestling and being fed up like like you said prince you know kofi also had a situation where he felt like he had reached the ceiling and he wasn't going anywhere but an opportunity presented itself and that's probably one of my top WrestleMania moments, being honest with you. So oh, yeah. for the culture, yeah, I, I, I just want to give you your flowers, Prince, on not giving up, even though you felt that it was close to it. You know, you had your, your fill of the bullshit. It's great to see that you had someone in your corner who saw more than you could at the moment. Yeah. So that's, that's a blessing that a lot of people don't get. All right. So enough of the mushy bullshit. Let's get back to this wrestling. So let me ask you something. So. 
of course, you know, I wasn't going to let you guys get away without asking this. If there was any tag team, living or dead, that you could have a program with today, like if we could get that bitch cracking right now, who would you select? You know who I'm going to say. <laughs> Go ahead. The gangsters. <laughs> if you've seen any of our work, seen any of our promos, I am a bit, we are big New Jack fans. Mm-hmm. I that New Jack said whatever came to mind and didn't care what bothered people. And that's exactly what we did. We're going to say, we've gotten, we've gotten so much crap for it, but it is what it is. At the end of the day, we're going to say what we want to say. We want to say it how we want to say it. And you don't like it, then come to the ring to shut us up. So my uh my dream uh tag team match that I would love to have would be us. It's it's kind of a tie. It's it's us versus FTR, which is probably any tag team would say that. But um I would love would have loved to face the prime of you know in their prime, the Rockers. Whoa. Okay. 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 I would love yeah, getting in there with Marty Janetti and Sean at the prime. I oh yeah, you didn't that 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 that's that's a seven star classic right there. Kenny Omega couldn't do uh couldn't lace my boots. <laughs> hey, hopefully he hears that in response. Hopefully, um, I'll mess it with you. Um, I I find that interesting because, of course, what people would mostly say is the Rockers who are reincarnated now are pretty much the Young Bucks. So it, again, it's enlightening to hear you say someone who was kind of like the precursor to the Young yeah. Bucks. You know, this this also shows that you guys are really about this business, like you say you are. So I, I want to give you guys your flowers on that. I'm I'm really impressed with what I'm hearing. Thank you, sir. Thank you. You gotta be a student of the game. I, at the end, you know, who said? Like I said, but in order to be, you know, really good at something, and if you really care and passionate about it, you gotta be a student of the game. So I, I feel right. like we we really pride ourselves in trying to become students of the game. Because, you know, eventually we want to be, you know, known as, you know, one of the best tag teams to ever step foot on the planet. Mm-hmm. You know, we want to be in that conversation when people talk about the best tag teams. They mention the FTR. They mention the Bucks. They mention all these other teams. I, I, I want pure ignorance to be featured in that conversation as well. All right. I'm with it. I'm with it. I'm with it. So I have to ask. And uh, give my camera some time to catch up to what we're saying. Hold on. Come on. We good? We good? Okay, I think we're good. All right. So, how? who came up with the name Pure Ignorance? So, Pure Ignorance, uh, it was our group's name. We are, what, about six or seven of us? Um, six or seven of us that just our friends that have been friends since we started yarding together been mm-hmm. friends since you know high school um that was our group name pure ignorance so i was like why why change it why change anything that we're doing this is us this is who we are mm-hmm. so we might as well keep going with who we are hey keep it close to home uh stone cold once said something and, I, and i'm a huge fan of his podcast as well he mentioned that your character is just an amalgamation of who you are, just dialed up to 11. Yep. So the fact that you're taking your personal experience of your personal, you know, relationship and just cranking that bitch up and adding attitude with it, I'm with it. And uh, I find it funny 
that you guys mentioned that, uh, you know, you studied, or Prince did, he mentioned that you guys studied the gangsters. I saw that promo that you guys did on Instagram, and I was laughing my ass off because I was like, this reminds me of a particular attitude of someone, but I couldn't put my finger on it. But now that you say it. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and we got a lot of, that was one of the promos that we got a lot of shit for. <laughs> Like when we first came out and we was like, all right, we're going to do something different because a lot of indie guys, they don't shoot promos. They don't talk. There's no need. If you can flip and you can do a 450, you can do a 630. Why do you need to talk for? So we was like, all right, we're going to do something different. We're going to talk. We're going to say stuff. We're going we're gonna to make people listen. And when we said that, we had so many people listening, whether it was good or whether it was bad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and the funny thing is this. We ain't tell a lie. <laughs> you know, it was supreme facts. It was extremely large facts being spit. It was just the audacity of it. And as long as they're reacting, you're doing what you're supposed to do. Yep, and that's yep, and that's that's what I that's what I told uh, Prince. I said because he uh, he was like, "Oh, was we going too far?" I said, "Listen, if they if we going too far, all right, let's take it even further." Well, I was like. They'll tell us when we have to dial it back. Mm -hmm. If no one's telling us to dial it back, let's keep pushing the envelope. Because mm -hmm. what we do, and like, I'm gonna keep it a buck fifty. Like we make white people mad. <laughs> we make white people mad with what we say, and mm -hmm. I mean that's what it is. So let's push the envelope. Let let's let's keep poking the bear until you know the bear bites back. And so far, the bear hasn't bit back yet. So. <laughs> Exactly, because honestly, we're taking everything that's going on in today's society, because why not? Yeah. Why not use what's going on? Why not use, like, Black Lives Matter? Because that's, that's, that's our life. <laughs> that's what, what we're constantly having to deal with. So why not use that? I'm a proponent of that, bro. Um, and I also, I'm glad that you're using it in a way that brings more attention to it, because mm -hmm. it needs to be known that we do matter. I don't care what they feel like it means uh they can take their interpretation and and shove it somewhere but at the end of the day they're going to know that we matter and i appreciate you guys for doing that honestly really oh yeah uh, the, the ultimate goal is just you know like it shouldn't have took the, took this long for kofi kingston or or not even just say kofi kingston itself but a kofi kingston to have that moment at wrestlemania right you know we shouldn't we, it shouldn't have taken us this long to have, you know, to showcase black wrestlers, you know, not just shucking and jiving, you know, and, you know, to show us in serious lights and actual serious characters. So, you know, we just want to do that on a tag team basis because besides what, honestly, the nation, really, who did, who, who were a good black tag team that you can name off that's besides the New Day recently? Recently? It's tough. No, ex exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, so it's, it's, it's like black wrestlers can, you know, make money. You can promote black wrestlers and your shows, people will come to your shows. Like they're marketable and, you know, and then marketable just being themselves and not just being, you know, a quarter dancing all around like that. Yep. We're not just being wrestling. Honest, honest. I love this, guys. I love this. Um, you guys have said a mouthful. So 
I'm going to end this with my final question. And it's kind of like my infamous one because <laughs> it's kind of a long-term question and you guys are young, so fuck it. All right. So where would you guys like to see yourselves, whether it be in the industry or just overall? Because as black people, as gentlemen, as young men, you guys are more than just wrestlers, of course. Where would you like to see yourselves in one year, in three years, and in 10 years? Go ahead and go for it. So, okay. Uh, hmm. um, in a year, I definitely feel, think we would be uh, really, uh, as I think, tipping the iceberg as far as um, getting our names out there. Uh, I think, I think, you know, once uh, the pandemic and everything blows over finally, and when fans are allowed to start coming to shows and more shows are starting to run, I, I truly feel like, you know, we'll be seen more. So I think our names going to get out there more. Three years, um, I definitely can see us starting to hit that, uh, that indie scene where you're looking at an ROH, MLW, uh, possibly in New Japan. And in 10 years, oh, best believe um, one of us is turning on somebody in the feud on <laughs> WWE or AEW. <laughs> I love it. I love it. What about you, Prince? Uh, in a year, definitely, like you said, just finally getting that, that recognition. that Because that, we're getting it now. Like I said, we've done podcasts. We're getting people, people are seeing, they're, they're loving the promo. Um, in three years, I think definitely ROH, MLW, um, Impact, uh, maybe even an appearance or two on uh, AEW, uh, like KC just did, KC Navarro. Um, in 10 years, I definitely want to be a trainer. Um, like I said, I, I love wrestling, and I want to help the next person that, you know, showed them like, hey, I, I wasn't always like this. I wasn't always successful. I, I started off, like I said, doing something I didn't like, but I found myself and I'm still finding myself. It's all about time and finding yourself and, and, and just doing what you love. Hey, I love it, brother. I love it. Listen, I'm gonna be rooting for y'all the entire way. Like I said, ever since I heard that promo, I was like, oh, bet. <laughs> <laughs> so let me ask you guys, if anybody wanted to follow you guys, on whether it be on social media or just wanted to see some of your work, how could they get in contact with your content? Okay, so um, you can follow me on Instagram, uh, Twitter, uh, Facebook, TikTok. Yeah, I got TikTok. Ugh. Hey, all the kids are doing it. Um, you can find us, uh, Chaz underscore the Don. Um, that's me on everything. Um, you can also find our matches or on YouTube. Uh, you can just type in uh, Chaz the Don, or no, the Don Chaz Evans, and that's Chaz with a Z. And um, you can see all our matches on there. Um, I'm, I'm trying to learn how to work YouTube because I, for some reason, I came, I grew up with YouTube and I don't know how to use it. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, I when I, I Funny story, when I, I made the account, I'm trying to get all this. I'm like, why is this so confusing? <laughs> what? I just want to upload a match and tags and, and, and comments. I'm like, what the? Just put the shit up there. <laughs> but um, yeah, you can find that. Also, um, our merch. Like, you can get, like, uh, 
Uh, we have merch um, at watermaneuver.com. Uh, uh, type in pure ignorance. Uh, uh, this wonderful uh, design right here, pure, our pure violence design, tribute to uh, one of the greatest albums of all time, Stank On Ya. And uh, or you can get our catchphrase, which is Duffin Season. You can get a Duffin Season shirt, but uh, that's watermaneuver.com. Uh, then just type in pure ignorance. And that's where you can find me and uh, all that merch. Got to sell that yep. merch. And me um, at Instagram at X Prince Mega X underscore Prince Megavelli underscore X, and on Facebook and everything else, just Prince Megavelli. That's all you gotta do. Um, like I said, definitely you can cop. You know, you see, you see it in the background. Look at this amazing shirt. Come on, y'all know y'all want to go on what a maneuver. Cop a shirt. You know, support. You know, black wrestlers. You know, black wrestlers matter. And yeah. Hey, and there it is, bro. Couldn't say it any better. Um, and while you while they were talking, I'm pretty sure you saw the graphic I put pop up by their name. So click on their shit and follow them because they are genuinely hilarious. And uh, that being said, again, guys, I appreciate you taking time out of your day to do this interview because you could have skipped over this message. You could have put me on scene and just not replied, but you did. So that being said, thank you again. Oh, yeah, thank no problem. No problem. Thank you for having Thank you for just even just sending a message. <laughs> hey, man, always, always glad to support my brothers. And that being said, this has been your boy, sir, of the 2020 podcast, LLC. Don't you fucking forget the LLC. And look, again, pure ignorance. Follow him, YouTube. You already know what to do. And uh, if you get a chance, go check out that promo. <laughs> it is hilarious. <laughs> so again, your boy, sir, and we are out. <laughs>